0: Hi everyone, I'm Pastor Eric.
1: And I'm Kelsey.
0: And we're here to welcome you back to another exciting episode of The Good News in Harry Potter. Today we'll be talking about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter Three, The Burrow. So, Kelsey, what do you like about this chapter?
1: I think the thing that stood out to me the most was the contrast that we saw between Fred and George. Who are fascinated with learning muggle ways to do things. They picked the locks and you know they even said we know we could use magic but we'd rather learn the muggle way even though it's a little slower. And then you have Mr. Weasley who's completely fascinated with learning about muggle things but he likes to take them apart and then enchant them to do magic.
0: Yeah I thought that's a really interesting point of the Weasley's life where there's a large majority of them that just Find muggles, so very interesting, and I love that Fred and George are like James Bond spy masters Mm -hmm. in this, picking locks, sneaking through the house, you know, stealing stuff and bringing it back up to Harry's room, all unnoticed.
1: Yeah, as this was happening, I was thinking, Fred and George have never been in the Dursley's house before, but yet they just crawl in, pick a lock, go down the stairs, and they're just like, oh yeah, we'll figure it out, find your trunk and get it back up, and they do.
0: Now, all those years uh, uh, strategically avoiding filch have just paid off, and the Dursleys are no match for them. Absolutely. Um, then uh, Harry, they break out, and I love Harry's parting words to uh, the Dursleys here. See you next summer. It's almost like, a, a, like one little, like, stick it to them as I assume that the bars are still attached to their car as they fly away, and this, you know, who knows how much damage was just done to the house to rip these off.
1: Yeah, I just picture him sticking his body out of the window, floating in a car in the sky, just waving out to them, and the Dursleys just not even being able to take in what just happened. Um, I also really enjoyed when they get home from a flying car, incident and mrs weasley is coming across the lawn obviously upset that her three kids disappeared into the night and took a flying car and it's pointed out that both are all ron fred and george are all taller than mrs weasley yet they're still cowering because they know that they are in deep trouble with her
0: Yeah, you definitely get the sense that the weasley household is a matriarchal household oh, yes. Um, uh, Mr. Weasley seems at most like just a component to the rest of the family's uh, 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 personalities, but they all follow Mm -hmm. Mrs. Weasley's direction.
1: Yeah, well, you even see it later in the chapter when he gets home and Mrs. Weasley tells them they stole the the flying car, and his first reaction is, how did it go? And then Mrs. Weasley even (laughs) scolds Arthur Weasley for that, and then he's like, oh yes, oh yes, that was wrong, boys.
0: Uh, But this whole preconception that the Weasleys have with the muggle world, uh, I think it's so very cool. Because you think wizards, you know, that's the best way to do absolutely everything. Yeah. Uh, You can fly on broomsticks, you can enchant cars, you can do everything. You can just, you know, build extensions onto your house by just flicking your wand.
1: Yeah, and they don't even have to be structurally sound.
0: No, the magic will take care of it. And then to see this family just love the ways that muggles just try and get around without magic like Mm -hmm. clocks and everything like how do those work just fascinated by them Mm
1: -hmm. and fascinated by the fact that muggles don't even think about magic as a possibility mr weasley says you know muggles will go to great lengths to look past magic, but it's because it's not even in the realm of possibility to them, and they find that so fascinating.
0: I know, I was thinking about this yesterday night. uh, uh, The sheer amount of owls that the wizarding world must use. Oh, yeah. That we must just never notice owls. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and when they were talking about, um, Mr. Weasley was talking about his raids and that Wizards bewitch keys to get smaller and smaller, so the Muggles think they've lost them. The number of things I've lost in my lifetime that I never thought—oh, maybe you know—they're just getting smaller and disappearing.
0: Those pes- pesky wizards causing you to lose your car keys. That's who I'm blaming over blaning. and over again. From
1: now on, it's not my fault that I lost something. The wizards must have made it smaller.
0: I, I, I love this love that they have for these mundane, ordinary things. Even Harry's. Seems to uh, get swept up in this uh, when he goes there because everything's new and he's never been in a muggle in a magical house before, mm-hmm. and he just wants to do the household chores. Yeah, because he's never done a denoming before, and so these mundane things that you would think people would find normal or average, that is where the most joy and excitement comes from from the people in this chapter.
1: Yeah, well, I mean. I don't blame harry even the weasleys say that denoming is boring and then they're out there throwing gnomes in the air seeing who can throw it the furthest like that sounds pretty fun for a household chore
0: yeah i would take that over cleaning my kitchen any day of the week
1: absolutely
0: but i i i find this a nice little corollary between how god comes to us right god reveals himself to us in the most ordinary things we talk about bread wine water word things that are absolutely unremarkable things that would have been around in any house around at any dinner table that is the vessel that god chooses to come to us as not as something like gold-plated or gilded or even magical Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but through the ordinary and i think there's a lesson that we can take from that often our world is filled with moments of glitz and glam things that we get swept up in have you ever just like found a gadget online that you just absolutely had to have i know i have i've been i'm If I'm honest about myself, I've been currently shopping for these rainbow-colored glasses for, like, the last three days on different websites because I just think they would look fabulous. And I just get swept up in these flashy things, right?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, the number of packages sent to my house during quarantine alone definitely speaks to that.
0: So maybe one of the things that we can do as people of God is to look around our life at the mundane, at the ordinary, the things that you wouldn't even stop to think twice about and just wonder. Maybe it is in our absolutely most ordinary plain selves, our most ordinary and mundane moments, that God's grace continually shines down upon us and gives us something absolutely mystical to wonder at. maybe it's in doing your chore or maybe it's in just looking outside and hearing a soft breeze whistle through the trees that these things that we shouldn't think twice about are really the gifts of God that just come and fulfill our lives and it's perhaps in those moments that we find our true selves and our true fulfillment as perfect creations of god amen well we'll see you next week